All right, what up? What up? Let's be real. This weekend against UMass, um, it, yeah, we're just going to go through the motions, right? I'm not going to spend really any time talking about about what we got going on this weekend. It's going to be a sloppy one. There's a ton of rain in the forecast. And I think we're going to be forced to run the ball a ton, which will be good because I know people want to see our run game get a little bit going more than it has already. Um, on the flip side, because so many people somehow think our offense is less than what it should be in terms of the explosive plays, and I'll get to that. I'll, I'll dive well into that later. But because people think our offense is not as explosive as it should be, um, and the real test is next weekend in Columbus. People want to see our offense explode. And people like Corey Geiger, which, look, I listened to his, his question to James Franklin yesterday during the press conference uh, about you know, letting Drew drop drop back and basically just chuck it downfield. I We all know what he meant, but it's Corey Geiger, and he gets under people's skin very quickly. And very easily. And he phrased it very, very wrong. And he admitted to that. So everything else after that doesn't matter. Like he can say what he wants about the teams of the past doing doing just that. Throwing it downfield to the receivers. Chris Godwin, Hamilton, you know, having guys like that. Um, Jahan Dotson, having those guys on the outside, on the perimeter... And I know we don't have necessarily a Chris Godwin or Jahan Dotson, right? We have some very good wide receivers, but we don't have those guys. He was alluding to those teams. Uh, okay, you know what? Uh, no, I'm going to get into that later. Let me go through the Saturday slate. We'll talk briefly about UMass, and then I'll dive into Columbus next weekend, and then we'll talk about our offense and, and all those things. So, Saturday slate. Actually, start with Friday night. 10 o'clock, ESPN, Stanford takes on Colorado. All right, now flipping to Saturday. Uh, number one, number two, number three, and number four in the AP poll all play at noon. Starting with number one, Georgia. They take on Vanderbilt on the road. That is on CBS. Indiana travels to Ann Arbor, taking on Michigan, 12 o'clock on Fox. Purdue hosts number three, Ohio State. That is 12 o'clock on Peacock. And number four, Florida State hosts Syracuse. That is 12 o'clock on ABC. Uh, also at noon on ESPN, number 11, Alabama hosts Arkansas. Going down to 3 o'clock, number 16, Utah hosts Cal. Uh, 3 o'clock on the Pac-12 Network. Game of the day, where college game day will be, number 8, Oregon travels to take on Washington. Number 7, Washington, that is 3.30 on ABC. Really wish that was a night game, but nonetheless, that is a great matchup. Uh, two Heisman... Um, Heisman candidates in Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix. That should be a very, very, very high-scoring game. Although Oregon's defense, quietly one of the better defenses in the country. But I do expect that to be a, a shootout mm, into the 40s, I would say. Uh, 3.30, CBS, number 19, Tennessee, hosts Texas A&M. 
3.30 on FS1, Oklahoma State host number 23, Kansas. Going down to the 6.30 hour, number 14, Louisville coming off their big win against Notre Dame last weekend. Travels to take on Pitt, 6.30 on the CW Network. Fuck Pitt. Arizona uh, travels to take on Washington State, number 19, Washington State, that is. 7 o'clock on the Pac-12 Network. 7 o'clock on ESPN, number 22, LSU, takes on Auburn. 7.30 on NBC, number 21, Notre Dame, looking to bounce back uh, after that loss to Louisville last weekend. They host USC, again, 7.30 on NBC. 7.30 on ABC, number 25, Miami, coming off that stunning loss last weekend. Um, stunning loss to Georgia Tech last weekend. Uh, they travel to Chapel Hill to take on number 12, North Carolina, 7.30 on the SEC Network. Number 24, Kentucky, coming off that embarrassing loss to Georgia. They host uh, Missouri, uh, 7.30 again, SEC Network, 8 o'clock on Fox, good game in the Pac-12. Number 18, UCLA, travels to take on Oregon State, number 15, Oregon State, that is. Number 17, Duke, hosts NC State, 8 o'clock on the ACC Network. And then for you, Night Owls, San Diego State, travels to take on Hawaii, 11 o'clock on the CBS Sports Network. Okay, so um, this weekend against UMass. I mean, I don't know what we want to see. Yeah, I think anything we do see isn't going to provide any any answers to any questions that we have, right? Like, look, Delaware is 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 a respectable program for who they play and the level that they play at. They're very consistent. Usually in the playoffs, they always do well. I believe they are four and one on the season, so. They are a very respectable program at that level. UMass somehow is at the FBS level, and they are dog shit. They are one of, if not the worst teams in college football in pretty much every every way possible. They are one and one and five, I believe, right now. And they give up they give up as many yards and points as we average. Now if it was going to be a bright and sunny day and not cold and raining, I would say the score will be well into the 70s, and I'm hoping that we'd give up zero points. Ideally, what we see is the ground game, you know, really just rack up yards. That's it. Just just, just get out of there with a win. Get out of there healthy. I, I don't want to see the starters really at all to be honest with you if we could just bench all of our starters and get out of there with a clean bill of health that would be awesome like just pick some people from the stands pick some im flag football players and have them play you know get the get the developmental squad out there you know get the 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 backups and the backups out there i don't want to see anyone get injured knock on wood i do not want to see that heading into heading into next weekend um Prediction-wise, I just want to see that 30-point streak keep going. So I am going to say 42 to nothing. I think we hold them to under 100 yards of total offense. um, And our defense does what they need to do. And offense causes a couple turnovers, capitalize, maybe throw a couple of deep balls in there. Um... But it does not look like the the weather. It's going to be like Northwestern last year where it just rained all day um, once the game started. So I would imagine passing is not going to be much of a a factor. 
and the run game. Just want to see it get going and just sustain that, burn the clock, and get and get out of there healthy. So that is that is UMass. Looking ahead to Columbus. By the way, your boy will be there with my brother-in-law BJ. Shout out to BJ. We're going out Friday. So anyone who will be in Columbus, let me know. Um, you know where to find me. Shout out to Shotsky Mike. We'll be out there as well. Um, looking forward to that tailgate. That'll be a good time. Um, we got the tickets and everything secured, so it's green light. Uh, very pumped for that. I told myself for a long time now, I only wanted to go to Columbus if I knew we had a good shot, a great shot, a really great shot at winning. And if there's going to be a year where we do it, it's going to be this year. So very much looking forward to that. Um, so let's let's dive into this whole notion about our offense not being what we all want it to be. And there's a difference between the need and the want. I think we've all heard that before, right? Um, there's a big difference between need and want right now with this offense. What I want to see us put up 500 yards, 40, 45 points a game, and Drew drop back, throw it 30, 35 times a game, come away with 300 plus yards, four touchdowns, you know, and his name be up there with Caleb Williams and Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix and all those guys, all those quarterbacks in the Heisman race. Would I want to see that? Duh, guys. Like, I might be dumb, but I'm not stupid. Like, of course I'd want to see that. We all thought after West Virginia that was going to be what's going to happen, right? If we're all being honest with ourselves, that's what we all thought was going to happen. That he was going to just put up massive yards and we were going to have a stellar offense to go along with the best defense in the country. And while maybe that 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 hasn't happened, we don't need that to happen. When you have the best defense in the country, and if our defense is going to keep playing the way that they're playing, and I know we're going to face some tougher competition as the season goes on. I mean, there's no question about that. Starts starts next weekend in Columbus with that offense and the potential that they have. If you're telling me that our our defense is going to continue to way to play the way that they're playing right now, and our offense is going to keep doing what they're doing, and that's how we're going to beat Ohio State. That's how we're going to beat Michigan. That's how we're going to finish off the regular season. You know, and win the Big Ten and go to the playoffs and do all the things that we want to do. If you're telling me this is how we're going to do it, like if you told me we're going to go into Columbus and play the way we did against Illinois, the way we did against Northwestern, and come away with a win that way, sign me up. Also, on the same note, at this point, I don't give a shit how we beat Ohio State anymore. I don't care. I don't care if we win 2 nothing. I don't care if we go into Columbus and Drew has a 10 for 29 for 125 yards, one touchdown, and three picks. And that's how we win the game. I don't care. Sign me up, dude. Sign me up. He could throw four picks, have 50 yards to the air, and we win the game 3 nothing. I, I, I just don't care anymore. I don't care. If we're being totally honest, everything out there, I don't care how we beat Ohio State. I just I just want to beat them. Like I just want to beat them, especially in Columbus, especially being there. I just want to beat them. And that's it. 
I could really just end the podcast right now. And that's and just have it be that. And we'll talk to you guys next week. But that's not how we're going to end it. Obviously, ideally, we go in there, we stomp on their throats, break them in half, and we win 49 to nothing. And the game's over at halftime. And that that schmuck Ryan Day is is bitching about something after the game. That's what I want to see. That's what I really want to see. But we don't need to do that. Because we have the best defense in the country. And they're playing lights out. They're playing suffocating defense. Like, you can't, like, you don't just, like, it, it doesn't just happen what we did to Iowa, right? Like, that doesn't just happen. It doesn't, I, no. Like, they're a power five team. And I, and, and I went over this after the game. Um, like, you don't, like, you don't just do that. You need to have everything locked down. You need to be, like, you all need to be in on what's going on on defense. And they were. And if you're, like, if we're going to go into Columbus and do that, and our offense controls the clock, owns the time of possession, and I'm not saying, like, a, you know, two or three minute difference in the, in the time of possession, but I'm talking, you know, eight, 10, 12 minute difference. Like almost the whole quarter would be awesome in, in the in the differential and time of possession. We run the clock, have those short and intermediate passes to move the chains, keep their offense off the field. And I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I would love to see Manny Diaz blitz Kyle McCord all day long. And we rely on the best secondary in the country. And also, there is no way, I don't care what Ryan Day does, there is no way Manny Diaz is going to let Marvin Harrison Jr. beat us. There is no way. He did it last year. And I don't think he had any touchdowns last year. But it's just those, like he had 10 catches, I think 180-something yards maybe. And he just keeps moving the chains and putting them in great spots to score touchdowns. And he, and he opened up the game last weekend against Maryland. You know, he had a, a, a deep ball down the middle. And, and by the way, Maryland just did not play great defense and just let them let him run down the field and didn't, didn't bother covering him. That's not going to happen when we play them. And I know I'm jumping way ahead and talking about Ohio State a week in advance. But I've already talked about why I'm not talking about UMass. Like, there's, there's, just, there's just no way that Manny Diaz is going to let that happen. No way. Especially with the DBs we have, and the pressure that we've been getting on getting on quarterbacks, and how well our D line has been playing. Like again, when you have the best defense in the country playing the way they're playing, and the way our offense is playing and controlling the clock, no turnovers on offense, no turnovers on offense. And that's another reason why the, the deep ball is not needed. Because it's not always a safe play, right? It's not always the safest play. Those quick out routes that Drew's throwing, that he's throwing on a fucking rope, those are the safe plays. Those, you know, those tight end little little pop passes for, for five, six yards, and then the, the run after the catch with those guys, those those quick screen passes to the receivers, those like that helped. Like that those are like those are part of those 10, 12, 15 play drives that take up seven, eight, nine minutes. 
And if we get points out of those, if we have two or three of those against Ohio State, like we're winning that game. And I have more confidence heading into heading into this game this year than I have really in any years past. It, it's it's been a while since I've felt this confident. Maybe 2017, but I knew our defense. And going back to what Corey Geiger was alluding to in terms of those those teams, 2016, 17, 18, whatever, having those receivers. The reason why those teams did that is because they did not have this offensive line. They didn't have the offensive line to sit behind and run the ball all the time and control the time of possession. I I don't know what what the numbers are in terms of where our time of possession was with those teams. I guarantee you it wasn't great. And we were scoring pretty quickly. But that's because we had to. We had to. We had good defenses. But we didn't have an offensive line like we do right now. This is the best offensive line James Franklin has ever had. Maybe will ever have. This is the best unit that we have up front. That starting five is the best that he's ever had, by far. And we this like the two the two running backs we got behind them. Shout out to Trey Poss as well. The tight ends we got. I know our receivers are not Jahan Dotson, Chris Godwin, those guys. I, I I understand that. We need some of those guys to step up, and I believe Harrison Wallace is going to be healthy heading into this weekend. We need some of those guys to step up. We need someone to step up and make some plays against Ohio State, and we have. The reason why I'm not concerned about our, our wide receivers is because we have so many, and someone is bound to step up. And again, it's not like it's not like our offense is isn't like isn't producing. We're still putting up thirty to forty points a game. We're still putting up over four hundred yards a game. But again, it goes to the flip side. We have the best defense in the country, so we don't need to 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 have Drew drop drop back, and we don't need to have those downfield shots. Do we want to see them and get all hyped about those those big ex- explosive plays that we all that we had last year? Sure, yeah, I, I I would love to see them, but we don't need it. We don't need it. I hit, I'll, I'll take the checkdowns all day. I'll take the checkdowns all day and get you know a five yard completion and turn that into seven or eight yards and keep the clock moving and keep the chains moving and get those first downs. That's fine with me. And that should be fine with everybody. This is just the difference between a need and a want right now. We all want to see Drew drop back and sling it because we know he can. We all want to see him drop back and just grip it and rip it. We all know it's there. We all know it's there. It happened against West Virginia, right? And that's what we all saw. And it just so happened to be the first game of the season. So the expectations were, oh, this is what's going to happen every single week. But when you really break it down, when you really understand what our offense is doing, we don't need that. We don't need that. We're controlling the clock better than any team in the country. We are controlling the t- the clock better than any team in the country. Our offense has no turnovers. No turnovers. Our defense is producing turnovers, producing sacks. We're not giving up sacks. We're not giving up tackles for loss. We're controlling the line of scrimmage. We're getting those, you know, four or five yards at a time on plays, whether it's a run or a pass. We're getting those. And we're putting up points. We're converting in the red zone. We're playing great special teams. Like, I, I don't know what more people want. Like, 
do you want to put up? Do like are we are we just are we just at the point where we just want to see us put up 500 yards and you know 40 45 points a game, like the USC's of the world, the Oregon's of the world, the Washingtons of the world. Oregon's the only team that can claim that they can they can do that and have a good defense. Washington's isn't isn't great. USC's defense doesn't even exist. So like like that like that's all cool and that's all that's all that people care about and that's what that's what boosts ratings. Rather than you know us going to Columbus and winning three nothing, and like that being like, sign me up. If you told me we were gonna go into Columbus and win three nothing, yeah, cool. Take all my money. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. Like I said, at this point of, of being a Penn State fan, I don't give a fuck how we beat them. I just want to beat them. I just want to beat them, and I want to see that smug face on Ryan Day's just look miserable all day, all day. That's all I care about. This is a very quick episode because there's not much to talk about with with UMass, and I'll spend a lot more time talking about X factors for Ohio State predictions, all that kind of good stuff. I'll talk more about that next week as we as we lead into it. Again, I'll be in Columbus with BJ. Shotsky Mike and his crew will be there. So if you're going to be in Columbus next weekend and I haven't talked to you about it, give me a shout. We'll hook up. We'll link up. It'll be a great time. We're getting in there midday Friday, I believe. Um, so should be a good time. I've heard nothing. Also, I'll say this. I've heard nothing but bad things about Columbus and the people there and specifically talking about the Ohio State trip for people. Um, I'm sure the non-Ohio State people in Columbus are nice, but I've heard nothing but bad things. I've also heard once is enough. Once you go there, you don't need to experience it again. I've been to Ann Arbor four times. I'll keep going back. It's a great place, but I can only imagine that once I get to Columbus and once you come away with the W, check, done, don't need to go back. So again, if you're going to be out there, let me know. We'll link up. It'll be a good time. Um, Prediction for this weekend, again, 42, I believe, 42 to nothing. We hold them under 100 yards. Offense moves the ball enough to score score a lot of points. I just want to see the 30-point streak keep going. Uh, run game, I'm going to say 50 attempts. We go over 300 yards. Rain is going to dictate that. Weather's going to dictate that. Maybe a couple of deep passes just for laughs. Um, but just want to come away healthy. Get a win, stay healthy, get the stars out there as early as possible, and start focusing on next week. Because that's all, that's all we care about. That's all anyone's going to care about right now is is Ohio State next weekend. Six zero versus likely six zero. I really don't want Purdue to win this weekend. I want it to be six zero. I want us to hand hand them their first loss of the season in the shoe. It's great. It's noon. Fox big noon kickoff, which is great because I'd rather get that game over with. I'd rather get the win over with. And not to deal with their fans all day. It'd be great. Um, so, 42 nothing. The boys get the W this weekend against UMass. It's homecoming. Um, again, next week we'll talk X's and O's about the Ohio State game. We'll talk about X factors. We'll talk about predictions. All that kind of good stuff. So, again, appreciate it as always. Enjoy the games this weekend. Always remember, we are.